WBNE. Howdy, Oaks, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Etchill. And today is Monday. And this is Bacon and Eggs. So make a deal with the huts. And threaten the mayor's emissary. Because today we're bringing you... The Book of Boba Fett. Ethan, today we are talking about episode three, The Streets of Mos Espa. It was directed by Robert Rodriguez. came out on the 12th, which was five days ago. got a 67 on Rotten Tomatoes. I just want to go ahead and say it. 67 is generous. Wow, interesting. Yeah. I like this show. I like this one. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I love this show. I'm all in. Ming-Na Wen doing her, like, Ming-Na Wen thing. The show having the quality roughly uh, excuse of a me. CW her show. Her thing not win, please. please That's get what me. I'm saying. Her, not not Ming-Na Wen thing. Her thing not win. Yeah, no, I gotcha. Uh, her thing not win. I think what I love is actually in this episode specifically, she's, like, the best actor, which I thought was great. Yeah. Uh, uh, Why am I not in? I love the the CW group of like biker gang so Power let, Rangers. Let's, yeah, let's talk about the bike because that's exactly what I was going to call them was biker gang Power Rangers. This show, to some extent, feels like they are sitting there with a roulette wheel of stuff, right, and just like spinning it. Where they're like, this week on the Book of Boba Fett, Boba gains the help of a biker gang of Power Rangers and guest star Danny Trejo. As a Rancor trainer. All that and more on the CW's The Book of Boba Fett. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what it feels like. Next week on Smallville. But the problem is, like, it really does feel that way. Like, Dean's about to show up. I don't know what the names of the supernatural people are, but... It's Sam and Dean. Sam and Dean Winchester. And Dean is not the same... Dean is not as Jensen Eccles. Who's Sam? Jared Padalecki. Who is... The only reason I know this is because Jared Padalecki plays Dean in Gilmore Girls. Oh, I see. Who is um, Misha Collins? Who's that? Uh, he plays Castile. In, is that a Supernatural character? In Supernatural, yeah. Okay, I knew Misha Collins was in it. That's yeah. all I needed to know. Um, no, I think Danny Trejo and the Rancor Trainer, all in on that. That is prime Star Wars content. There will be a prime book about that. Con- they were like, that I will very certainly much enjoy. we've used Danny Trejo before. And they looked in the catalog, the, the big book of Star Wars actors, and yeah. said, no, we haven't. And then they remembered, oh, Return of the Jedi. We got we to gotta hype up Tyler and John's favorite. That's John Negroni I'm talking about right now. Uh, we got to get Rancor Trainer has to be a character in the book. of Rancor Trainer. Yeah. And he's like, this one's just a, a calf. You know, they, they imprint for life. No, I think, I mean, because like that was always one of those. Again, it's one of those like dartboard, what can we retcon things? Yeah. But like the Rancor trainer in Return of the Jedi was one of those, like always one of those, like, what is, who is that guy? Who is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Why but, is he so upset? <laughs> but yeah, they were like, we're going to, we're going to gentrify Rancors. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make them seem, you know, like uh, majestic beasts that have unfortunately say- been bred for fighting gentrify rancors do you mean they're gonna like build five rancors on top of a chipotle or yeah definitely like three of them will be affordable i don't understand what you're saying <laughs> none of them will be affordable tyler they will be way outside the traditional price of a rancor in this district <laughs> scott's rancor edition that's a little richmond virginia joke for all mm. of you out there in richmond virginia i'm not in 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 richmond I am, I will say it's cold here, sort of like a fan. That's another Richmond joke. 
Sort of. Yeah. A little one. Very little. A little, a little one. I don't know. Well, I mean, people always See, be like... like this episode. You think 67 is generous. I think, listen, there are parts of this episode that I think are great. I think the fight with the uh, big old Wookiee dude. Yeah, his name has no vowels in it. Yeah, I loved that. Kershak. Kershak. He's the one that shoots... Not Kershak. Kershak. It's, def- it's definitely not... Kershak it's, doesn't shoot anybody. He's the gorilla. It's something with a thun in it. Yeah. Like Christathan. Christathan. Kirkmenistan. Uh, I liked that until they brought in the CW characters, and all of a sudden people are wearing like costumes from Supergirl. In yeah, they Star were like, Wars. "We need, we need Star Wars Blade Power Ranger Vegeta in this." Like, yeah, it was like the weirdest. I they, they didn't like have they, names. I think one I of them think, had bangs. You know who they reminded me of more than anything was like Doctor Who villains, like ten. That's era a, I was going to bring up Doctor Who. Yes. This is like all when of a sudden was like, we're oh, dealing mate, with. You don't have to apologize. I paid a lot for the eye. I'm really happy with it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Christopher Eccleston's gonna show up in this show in a sweater and be like, "Run for your life!" That's fantastic. Fenix Shand, run for your life! Yeah, gosh, and I love Doctor Who, so it was it was a little jarring because I think there's still a little bit of expectation that this is gonna be Mando, and it's not. Um... And so that's a little challenging. I also still don't really know what the plot is. Well, so we've got the plot now, though. We 100% have the plot. Yeah, now we have the plot. That there is, like, a rival syndicate that the Pikes. lays claim to Mos Espa. The Pikes. The Pikes. The Pikes, I think, betrayed And Boba. yeah, in the past, they betrayed the past. Boba and, and slayed his Tusken Raiders. Yeah. Well, no, they like, didn't. The biker gang. They hi- I think they hired the biker gang to do it. Yeah, for sure. I think that, that as soon as Boba left, dude got on the phone and was just like, hey, you know all those Tusken Raiders out there? Pull an Anakin Skywalker on them. So when he Get pulled him. up, when he pulled up, I actually, for a moment, was like, let's think about the timeline here. Is this Anakin's Oh, I did the same doing? thing. I was like, not, not possible since he not knew Darth possible. Vader. Yeah, this is, this is significantly past. This is significantly past this. He's had time to get old. Yes. Uh... But I thought Which, like, that. the timeline doesn't really work there. There's no way Boba Fett is, like, 40 in this show. Why not? He just looks too old to be 40. Boba's aging is supposed to be... Oh, you're saying Temuera Morrison looks too old to be 40. I'm saying Boba Fett looks too old to be 40. Do you think he's supposed to be 40? Yeah. F- 45 tops. Really? Yeah. From Attack of the Clones... This is five years. What present day is five years after Return of the Jedi? Okay, and how much after BBY is Return of the Jedi? Which one is Yavin? Um, that's where the Death Star was in the first one. I don't know. That and that's the thing is I wasn't even considering that gap because uh, <sighs> end of uh, Revenge of the Sith to beginning of New Hope is supposed to be thirty years. Okay. So if Boba's ten in Revenge of the Sith, no. Attack of the Clones. How far after Attack of the Clones is, er, is Return of the Sith? I mean, this is like the whole... Nothing you're saying is helping your point. <laughs> Three years. Okay. Plus, how far is it from, from New Hope to Jedi? Hold on. Let me just... I've got the... Here we go. Uh, uh, no, wait. This is, this is helping your point. Never mind. I'm, you're unconfusing me. I'm confusing myself. Okay, so Attack of the Clones takes place in 22 BBY. Okay. Okay. Uh, when does Mando take place? Nine ABY. It's 31 years. Okay. 
Yeah. So he would be at most 41 years old. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So according to this timeline on gamesradar.com slash Star Wars timeline, it would be 31 years after that. Okay. Yeah. I don't buy that. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know that this is accurate, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. um, Yeah. I don't know, man. I I just, I dig this one. I like it's, it is, it is dumb, right? Like it, they, he, he picks up the. The biker gang. And I get why he does that, right? I don't know why they needed to be, like, that ostentatious. Um, I'm sure it'll come up. But I get why he was like, listen, this guy's a dick. You don't have to pay his water prices. Like, you shouldn't steal water from him, but also he sucks. Yeah. Yeah, no, I see exactly where you're coming from there. And I liked that guy. He's the dude from Dodgeball. What's that actor's name? Oh, yeah. He is, uh, I have no idea. God, I love that dude. Yeah, he's the weird dude from Dodgeball. Yeah. Ah. Classic. Uh, they show up. Just typed in Dodgeball. 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 True underdog story. True. Um, Steven Root. Steven Root. So he's nobody. No, he's not. He's doing a bunch of stuff. He was, uh, uh, he was the stapler guy from Office Space. Does he have an Oscar? I don't I think that. so. I would I would doubt it. Okay. Well, seems like, I mean, I wouldn't call him, you know, somebody then. You're only somebody once you get your Oscar. I mean, he's, a, he's an actor I know. You know him personally? No. Does he want to come on the show? Probably. Yeah, I mean, he seems like the kind of guy that would be like, yeah, I mean, cool, whatever. He was in Bombshell. Bombshell's good. He's in Barry. He's, a gra- he's great in Barry. You got to watch that show. It's on a very long list. You should move it up the list. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, and he's, he's, uh, who is he in dodgeball? He's Gordon in dodgeball. Gordon. Gordon. But yeah, he was great, uh, but he's also, yeah, he sucks, right? He's, he's gouging water prices, uh, on behalf of the, the biker people, I'd imagine. The bad biker people, the bad not biker our biker people. people. Yeah. We're, there's gonna be a biker gang fight, is what I think is gonna happen. I'm cool with that. I just, how on earth do you get your bike so shiny and clean on Tatooine? On Tatooine? And the thing is, it's Tatooine. Like, the biker road chase thing with the emissary is so slow and so boring. Like, this is the pod racing planet. Yeah, but this is significantly after the pod racing. I mean... Right, like, Jabba only got worse when, when Anakin left. Yeah, I mean, Jabba was hardly involved. I mean, I know that he ran the races, right? But he was yeah. hardly involved with Anakin Skywalker's life. Yeah. Uh, other than that, he was there and I guess was the slaver. Yeah, he owned Watto. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I would think. Yeah. He Well, Watto owned a business, right? So he paid tribute to Jabba. Yeah. I guess yeah. since Jabba owned Mos Eisley and Mos Espa back then. I think Anakin was in Mos Espa. Was he? Yeah. Huh. Why did I think he was in Moss Eisley? I don't know. That's why they brought Luke back to Moss Eisley. I don't know. But we're going to... I think the next episode is going to be in Moss Eisley, at least partially. Part, part of this one was. No, in the, right, in the present. It? Oh, I see. Yeah. In the present. Because he's going to have to go deal with the Pikes directly. Also, you There's know they're no- bad news if the Huts are like, yeah, we want nothing to do with this. Yeah, I know, right? If they're like, let's get, get out of hey, here. Get at, hey, hey. Ooh, Fennec Shan, run for your life. Uh, yeah. But, like, Boba's a badass. I think this show, listen, Ming-Na Wen, beautiful, fantastic, powerful, 
somebody I like to be around. Not as cute as Grogu. Not as cute as Grogu. That is true. We, you know, it is, it, this show is sort of missing that X factor. Of like, oh, like even because they, they are not, they are not adequately using uh, Jermaine Clement droid. They're also not adequately making the baby Rancor adorable. That's true. It is giant and ugly. Yeah, very scary creature. Although when when uh, when Boba was like, "I'd like to ride it," I was like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh I know where this is going. <laughs> I know where this is going." And Redhead Danny Troy was like, "I mean, okay, you psychopath, let's go for it." The witches of not Jermaine Clement, Matt Berry. Yeah, Jermaine Clement. He was a different robot. He's IG Eleven, right? Yeah, or whatever. Or is that Taika Waititi? I think they were both in it. Classic. Matt Berry is the character in What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show that Jermaine Clement plays in What We Do in the Shadows, the movie. Ah, I believe. Is he the dude from the thing? I know you know what I'm talking about. The IT crowd. Although apparently yes. IT crowd's out. Yes, he is the dude from the IT crowd. Uh, Denim Renum's son, Douglas, or something. Wasn't the IT crowd like done? Didn't wouldn't one of those guys do something? There was some like it got canceled, right? I have no idea. I don't want to know. I don't want to know either, but... Yeah, don't I, tell me. I'm cursed with this knowledge, and you must be too. I must not be. Don't ruin this thing for me. Fire? At sea parks? If you told me that that either Richard Iodade or Chris O'Dowd or uh, Null Fielding were in trouble for something, I might actually cry. Who was the woman? Maybe she did something. I have no idea. To my knowledge, she hasn't been in anything else. What if she won an Oscar? I don't know. I don't think she did. She certainly is not a host of the Great British Bake Off. Are the other two? Uh, no fielding is the, the 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 old Greg guy. Is he really? Yeah. I don't watch Great British Bake Off. I don't know. Really? Oh, you might be the only white person. We turned it on one day and I was like, mm, nope. Yeah, the hosts for the last couple seasons have been him and the uh, bald guy that played Tweedledum and Tweedledee in the Alice in Wonderland movies. Matt something. I don't know that I've seen those movies well enough to oh, know. Oh, you, you, but like, that's just, uh, you would know the guy. He's, okay. he does, he's like an Andy Circus type. Okay. Not like, what if it was Andy Circus and Mark Strong hosting Great British Bake Off? I mean, that would be awesome. That would be rad. Like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think Challenge that's. Challenge us. <laughs> you have to make spotted deck Scottish pudding. The great Scottish Bake Off. Take me home, country road. <laughs> and then Andy Serkis, I mean, he'd be doing everything. Yeah, uh, Andy Serkis would be like, hi, I'm Paul Hollywood. Nice to meet you. He's like, he's also the judge, right? He's, uh-huh. he's everybody except Mark Strong. Yeah. He's several of the contestants. Yes. Uh. <laughs> and also Gollum's there for some reason. Yes, they pan over to him every so often. And he's just, just like, <sighs> my precious... I love this cake, precious. We have lost the thread of the episode already. I want to talk to you about something important, Ethan. Talk to me about something important. When we started this show, I said, I need to open my recording software. And you said, how dare you? And I said, well, the reason it's closed is because in 2022, I have this new resolution where I update my computer. Fair. And I think think that's the move moving forward. Yeah. My computer prompted me the other day. It said, do you want a free upgrade to Windows 11? And uh, Oh, you don't. Was, well, I will. You don't. Uh, you don't. Talk to Riley. Text Riley about it. You don't want it. Riley doesn't like Tom Hanks, so... Yeah, but Riley is like, Riley's right about this. How do you know? You use a Mac for I everything. I do use a Mac. 
And I'll tell you what, I will tell you what, here's the thing I love about the Mac. You can be like, Mac, I want you to update automatically. And it's just like, Roger, got it. Roger, Roger. I just, and it just does it. It's like, keep my Mac and my apps up to date and they just do it, except for Adobe. Hmm. I need to download those apps. I have them. I'm paying for them. I feel oh, like I should Oh, then definitely don't get Windows 11. If you want to use those apps, don't get Windows 11. Why? Because they don't work right. Anyway, I could do Windows 11. I could update my computer. My work computer's up to date. Although, if you work remotely, I have news for you. Your VPN, it's hard to log into. It's a little spotty at best. I do not work remotely, nor do I have a VPN. Your bosses have a VPN. They've got that Nord VPN. Right, but I don't I don't pick the iMac Pro up and take it with me. Oh yeah, for sure. I guess you don't work off a laptop. That's mind boggling. I mean I can. Me. But you don't. I have this laptop right here. But you don't. And not not day to day, no. I work off an iMac Pro. It's very heavy. I believe it. I just uh changed out monitor stands and I put it on the monitor stand. It's one of those like gas spring ones. I put mm -hmm. it on the monitor stand, and it just went, whoomp, just like That's... fell to the table. Did it go back up, or no? No. I had to like like ratchet it way up to get it to like do more springiness. Oh, dang. I'm sorry to hear that. No, I mean, it's fine. It was just, I was just not expecting it. Yeah, I just uh -huh. let it go. I was like, this is a, you know, Vesa monitor stand. Like, it's got it. And it just went, whoomp, no. No, thank you. No, I don't you. got it. No, I don't. Hey, hey, I didn't have it. <laughs> You didn't have it before, I don't have it now. I didn't have it before, I don't have it now. They had me in the first and second halves. Yeah. I, I absolutely hornswoggled. <laughs> Somebody um, one day is going to be like, that word means something horrible. And I'm going to be like, yeah. you can pry hornswoggled from my cold, dead fingers. We've been saying hornswoggled for years. Can't possibly be bad. I mean, I mean, you say that. I do say that. And, and I've been wrong before and I'll be wrong again. That's true. So you're keeping your, your computer up to date in 2022. Yeah, I think How so. How are your other resolutions going? Uh, not being surprised by the weather? Fantastic. I can't think of a better way to live your life. Um, waking up early and, and, and being intentional about fitness. Uh, Hitting going the great. Pelotin. Hitting the Pelotin. Uh, I, did, I did a 45-minute ride today. It was fantastic. I never felt so good. Nice. Uh, which, like, I was really scared of that. I did a 45 yesterday. And then I was like, because yesterday I was like, I've never done that long before. That sounds really challenging. Usually I do 20 or 30 minute rides. And then yeah. today I did it again and I felt great. It was awesome. Proud of you. Highly recommend. If you don't have a Peloton, get one um, so that we can hang out and do Peloton stuff together. <laughs> do Peloton stuff. Do group I workouts. know that that's a, like one, we're not remotely sponsored by Peloton. And two, it's that very is expensive. It's extremely expensive thing for me to just be like, hey, you should just get one. Hey. You should just, uh, just get one. Just, you know, put it on the old Amex. Yeah, you know. No, but actually, I wouldn't recommend putting it on the Amex. Their credit system is at 0%, and your Amex, regardless, well, unless you, I guess you just got it. But almost definitely, your Amex is not 0% financing. That's true. And if you can qualify for a good Amex, you can qualify for a Peloton loan. That's true. So I would just do that because that's how is long until money. the Sheer, Sheeler Motor Mile and, and Marina becomes the Sheeler Motor Mile Marina and Peloton store. Uh, we own the finance company. <laughs> get you a Peloton at 24%. <laughs> we'll get you Peloton for a low, low monthly payment plus shipping oh. and handling of $129 a month for 72 months. 
You remember TV ads, man? Where you would like watch TV and they'd be like, we'll sell you a hairdryer for the low monthly payment of 19, five monthly payments of 1995 plus shipping and handling. Yes, I do remember that. I remember Hooked on Phonics was like, 18 low monthly payments of 63.85 yeah. or something and it was like I mean to be fair to be fair it is like teaching your child to read in yeah. the way that the school has failed I listen the school failed at a lot of things I can read yeah sounds like it I'm sure yeah. you got 0% loan on your Peloton I did yeah I believe you yeah <laughs> I don't remember I don't, being taught to read honestly no I just remember knowing how to read yeah I just got to figure uh, it out and even still, though, like I say, I know how to read, and I obviously do. Uh, but I think the school probably could have done a better job. Like it's, it's. I think the school could have done a better job of teaching me how to read recreationally, uh, because I don't know how to half-ass it. Right? I don't know how to just like go to bed and read four pages and then fall asleep. Oh, see, I think that's the wrong way to read. Fully, fully think that's the wrong way to approach reading. I think they should try to sell you on reading in such a way that reading sounds like as much fun as TikTok. I had more fun reading books last year than I had on TikTok. That's good for you. Yeah. The school did not fail me. I read 200 books last year. That That is an achievement that I am proud of. That is a good achievement. So my, my elementary school, my elementary school did not fail me. Who was the teacher that you think helped you the most? Uh, From the elementary school. From the elementary school, so I had I had Mrs. Mobley for four straight years um, okay. as like my like one of my main teachers. So I think that she was probably the most uh, didactic in my my history. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so she was my second grade teacher, and then when I moved into the the uh, program that I was in for third through fifth grade, she also did, and was like one of three teachers in that program. So. I'm going to make this about me because that's, you know, what I do. I'm a horrible person that makes things about me all the time. Okay, go for it. Uh, Miss Powell, one time I wrote an essay in fourth grade. It was a persuasive essay on uh, why my mom should get me a GameCube for either Christmas or my birthday. <laughs> Which I specifically remember Miss Powell being like, hey, we're going to write persuasive essays. Uh, you can write about whatever you want. You know, Christmas is coming up. Maybe write about like whatever gift you're thinking about. And I remember being the only student that wanted a GameCube for Christmas. This is the same year that uh, the advanced reading group, which I was not a part of, read Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And I had already read it and none of them had. What was going on at my elementary school? I, nobody's, I don't know. nobody's slinging Double Dash. Nobody is reading Potter. I mean, this was 2002. This is like... People I don't know, man. You it. went to the school without any walls in it. I did, yeah. My school didn't have any walls. Um, so that was, you know, I wasn't thrilled about all that. Uh, but I wrote this paper, and I got a D on it. And I don't, th listen, I'm not, like, saying participation trophies, etc. Fourth graders shouldn't be able to get a D on a writing assignment. Did you write it badly? No. That's the thing. Is like, I'm sure it wasn't the greatest paper in the world. But I'm also sure that everything was spelled correctly and there was at least probably not a lot of commas, but like subject predicate sentence structure. I've always been a gifted writer. And teachers every year following that told me I was a gifted writer. So I think Ms. Powell had a vendetta against me. And I think what really got me is 
Uh, you know what's really funny? Teachers, writing teachers have told me this, that they would grade my papers harsher than other students because they know I can do better. You haven't seen A Christmas Story, right? Uh, the one with, like, Alfie or whatever? Ralphie? Ralphie, yeah. Put your shit your eye out. Yeah. I mean, no. That's like the whole premise of one of the vignettes in the movie. He writes a writing assignment about what he wants for Christmas, and the teacher grades him poorly because he wants a gun. I would do that, too. I would give a fourth grader a D if they handed in a paper and saying they wanted a gun. Well, it was a BB gun, and it was 1940. Yeah, but this is 2022, and this kid would ask for an AR-15, guaranteed. <laughs> and it depends on where you're... Around here, it depends on where you're teaching elementary school. I just don't Because you're out of Back Creek Elementary, and, and your kid's like, I want a Remington over-under shotgun like my daddy has, so we can go ski shooting together. I'd still say that's a D paper. But, like, this the thing you talked about where you're like, I, you know, they, she had a vendetta against me. He, that's a like word for word a line from the movie. That's insane. He gets a C plus though. I just don't understand. North America came out November eighteenth, two thousand one, so I was a year late. But nobody wanted a GameCube. I, I did not go to a particular game GameCube heavy elementary school either. I mean, this just blows my mind. Like John had one. John didn't have anything. I had a PlayStation two. In that I year. already had a PlayStation two. I don't think that's true. I think we got it in 01. Mm, look at you. Yeah. Towers were all the rage. You were that kid. Got the brand new PlayStation. Yeah, I also got the PS2 Slim like five years later. Probably not five. Maybe, maybe five years later. I still have my original PlayStation 2 that I got in 2002. Maybe uh, 2001 at some point. We still have ours as well. It does not work. Oh, mine works. It won't play blue discs, but it does work. Load up some... <sighs> SSX. Some some Battlefront 2. Oh, man. I love Battlefront 2. I have it on my PC here, right, that we're playing on right now. Some, and, uh, some Star Wars Jedi Knight colon Jedi Academy. Yeah. It's a great game. Kyle Katarn. Yeah. Hey, random Jedi, what are you doing in this maze? I'm Kyle Katarn. I remember you could do, like... Here, build a lightsaber out of some scraps I'm going to hand you in this maze. I'm Kyle Katarn. When I, was, when I was reading the Maze Runner, that was all I thought of. Not the movie. The, like, the Maze Runner, the movie. Like, I thought of, like, the maze at the beginning of Jedi Academy. I'm glad you thought of that. Yeah. In I, my I mind, was... Newt looks like Kyle Katarn. No, he looks like like he uh, was he was in my head in my 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 head cannon. He was like like sixteen bit. Nice, a lot of polygons. A lot of polygons, yeah. Maybe not a lot of polygons. Some real like Lara Croft boobs on him. Yeah, I think that's our review of this episode, Ethan. I think so. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. This has been the Book of Boba Fett episode two. Um, it is probably Tuesday when you're hearing this. If I'm being realistic with you. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like Tuesday in like an hour. Well, it's Tuesday in three hours. Oh, well. Anyway, anyway I love you, listener. I love you more. Don't Book let him fool you. Bye. Deuces.